Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is the club call time. Uh, although, <laughs> one slight issue with that is we can't actually take calls because Today. Ned is not here because he is currently, well, he'll be on his way home now. Um, he is on service of his country. Can't say any more. Mm -hmm. But what I will say is, anybody who is in the Toffee TV Premier WhatsApp group, you know who you are. If you want to send us a voice note, I will play the voice notes. So you're going to say you'd answer the phone? No, I won't answer the phone. Not answering the phone. No. Because it'd be like, hello, am I on? Yeah. So if anyone wants to, has got a point and they want like a long point and they don't want to leave a comment, send us a voice note yeah. and I'll, and I'll yeah. play the voice note. Dead easy. You don't have to send voice notes. So if anyone yeah. wants to send a voice note, then uh, you can happily do that. That's there no you. problem. There that you. is no problem. Send the voice notes. Yeah, you. Do we? Let's do we. Mm. Let's bit do of a quiet, bit quiet, isn't it, today? Bit of a bit quiet, you know. Mm. You've all bought your stones for the stadium. You have. Um, so you, we. You've all dismissed your, the terrible rumours in certain newspapers. Yeah. The players are coming back. Um, from international duty, we're not playing till Monday, so it's just it's just a little bit quiet. It is, it mm. is. It's just this is like the worst day, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the you know from tomorrow we start gearing up. Yeah, sort of towards the Spurs game, and there's obviously games at the weekend, isn't there? Um, and all that, and you can watch Everton under twenty ones on Friday night on Everton's YouTube channel against Wolves if you so like. If you're craving a bit of Everton action, seven o'clock on Friday night, you can watch Everton under twenty ones. Right, so there you go. There you go, uh, Mister Blue Sky says, Baz, are you more confident or less confident of beating Spurs now that Conte is gone? Um. I'll be honest, slightly more, but only like, only marginal, mm. um, because I know I've seen the thing of like, oh, the, it fell out with a couple of players and, and all that, but I think there would have been, I think there would have been more of a reaction, I'm not saying they won't be a reaction, Tottenham are a good side, mm. and if Tottenham click, then they can, you know, Everton don't do very well against Spurs at Goodison anyway, let's be honest, we haven't beat them since 2012, so it's not like in the league, I know we beat them in the FA Cup, um, so it's not like we beat them every year and, and this is going to complicate things, yeah. but I just think the way he gave them a kick in after Southampton, I think there would have been more of a reaction. Mm. Now, obviously the stuff's gone on with um, Fabio Patrizzi or Paratici or however you say his name, Parici. And Stierlini was has been brought into that mm -hmm. as well. But he's in charge of them to the end of the season. So I don't know how all of that unrest around Spurs is gonna play out yet. Mm. I think for Everton we just gotta go out there and do our jobs. But you do you think it makes it more difficult that he's gone? Or do you think it would have been more difficult with them, or do you think it doesn't actually make any difference? I, th I think whatsoever? it would have been more difficult with them because it would have been a a, a bad um, set of circumstances. Then, mm. how would they react after the game? But then, if he was the manager, they would have to react in a way that was would seem to be positive after the last game. Mm. So, I think, I think Spurs have got a good side, but they are n naturally fragile. 
you know, mm. Conte actually said himself, the problem with this football club is not the managers, it's the mindset. He said, it's just, people get what, away. with Everton's football? <laughs> could be he said, about people, people basically get away with, you know, he was saying people just get away with murder at Tottenham. That's what he was basically saying. He was Did like, he defo say Tottenham? Obviously, it's somewhat Everton. It just seems very Everton-like. But well, it on. does, though, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there are no standards. He said, mm. players get away with, 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 the minimum requirements, mm. and he could be saying about Evan. He said like the minimum requirements are just like not what I what I expect. And he's mm. a bit of a moaner. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but you know he's that. You can you can equate to that. It's like the, where's the standard? What are you trying to achieve? He was like mm. he said he basically said I'm not the first good manager to have failed here. Must there be more? And it's because too many people are comfortable with that football club. Too many people. Uh, why aren't people asking? Why aren't and again, this is I can aim this at Evans. I'm not having a go at Spurs, but people. Mm. The conversation now is: Well, look at Harry Kane. He's Tottenham's highest goal scorer. England's highest goal scorer hasn't won anything. He needs to leave. Mm. Whereas, if I was at Spurs, I'd be like, Why aren't we winning trophies? We we've got the number one striker. I know he's not Haaland's the number one striker, but yeah. they've got the number one English striker. Mm. Why aren't they winning stuff? Yeah. Why aren't they putting him to good use? Why does he have to move? Why haven't we built a team around him? So I've I've always said this about Everton when people want to leave Everton, like the Carcoon going, or people coming out and saying they've got ambitions to win something, whether it's Onana or whoever it is. It's like, I want players who say I want to win things. I don't want players who are like, I'm quite comfortable just playing uh, 150 games for Everton and not actually doing anything with that. Mm-hmm. I want people going, build, How do we win? build a team around me. When Lukaku spatters, is, is dummy out and said, "Why didn't we buy him in January?" I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, it's it's what I want." When people, when there's too much, and I think this is what he was alluding to, and it does go back to Everton. When players go away, going, I might have to move to to give my ambitions and go. How dare you say that? It's like, well, what do you want them to say? I'm quite happy not winning trophies at your football club, and Conte's done that, so it's going to be interesting. But yeah, they might they might come back and play well and get a think they need to get a result because of what's being said. But he, he I think what he was saying again, what he was saying was you need to do that every single week if you want to be top level in this in this league. Why why have Spurs failed just like Everton have by the way for years and years and years? Why hasn't that level of professionalism and desire? being inserted at the very top of the club and that's the problem we face at Everton is that we said it you you had a great discussion with John Blaine the other day talking about ambition and I get where John was talking about coming in saying well he's put his money in money's not the key to ambition it's desire it's being ruthless it's saying we've got a plan to win trophies no no forget about finishing top half forget about being in Europe, we've got a plan to win something. We know what we're going to do. Liverpool did it when they sacked Brendan Rodgers. They went and got the best manager available and said, this fellow will take us. This fellow will take us to, to win and trophy. So, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're right. It's like it It was frustrating listening to Ron saying, you know, I might have to leave him and whatever. But Everton had a fella there who put the ball in the net regularly and, and then we had some money as well. It's mm-hmm. one thing having them with no money and yeah. then you're going, well, we can't really do much. But we did have an opportunity because when we got the money, mm. there was no... Um, we weren't under any financial restrictions mm-hmm. because we had this money. Yeah. And therefore, that was when we should have struck. We should have gone and got mm-hmm. players... Um, 
in at that time to support Romelu Lukaku. And mm. who knows if we'd have bought the correct players? Because he'd, he'd come out, didn't he? he what? I do believe he was going to sign that contract. Yeah. But Everton did, everyone did. Yeah. So if Everton would have, in that January, gone and got players he wanted to get, he wanted us to get. I mean, listen, you can't go to the player and go, who should we buy then? Yeah. You know no, no, but it's Have not. You seen that message? Yeah, yeah, it's not about that, mm. is it? What it is, it's saying, it's saying who sets the standards of mm. this football club. Who is, who is actually saying, right? We want to win things. Mm. We want to be the best of the best. Who's saying that at the football club? And again, I think that's what Conti was alluding to. Who is, who's putting that out? Who's, who's saying, you know, who's setting the standards at the top of the club? And that's not sacking managers, by the way. That's not saying because what's the point in sacking managers? We we've seen this. We've seen this at our football club is you sack managers and you keep the same framework in place so nothing changes. Mm. So I think that's what he was saying. It's all about you can you can sack the manager manager after manager after manager, none of it matters. Yeah. You have to want to win trophies. Yeah. No, true. A few people saying Sophie saying Spurs are a posh version of us. Um, Matty Booth says the Cockney Everton, uh, and he also says Matty. Even though I'm well aware ambition cuts you down, I prefer my players to not have that attitude. Um, the Blues says Spurs had a great team under Potch, but that's gone now. Their defence and goalkeeper are poor. Um, Flemo EFC eighteen seventy eight says has Baz's wife phoned up yet for putting a tracking device in his eye? I think it's more like to be Ned Rusty Ring the Rusty the Rusty Ring in my eye. Um, she hasn't owned up. If it was her, she could have done it. I suppose when I was asleep. Um, that would be a conservation move. Though. It would be, but you know, you never know. Ned could have done it through shutting up. Why? Why? Why would Ned do it though? What would be? He always reasons? likes to know what we're doing, doesn't he? He often will ask, "Do you want to play FIFA?" Do you think he's trying um, to? You think he thinks he's in the will? I just think he thinks because you're not in the will. No, I think he just wants to be where we are, but he knows that you are a little bit harsher with him mm. than I am. Yeah. So he, he tries to. He sends me things like, "Should we play this?" Or should we? I'm like, mate, I, I'm watching. I essentially, if anyone watches Succession, right, Logan and Logan Roy, and Ned is one of the kids, right, effectively, that's that's the relationship with me and Ned. Mm. He he looks up to me and wants to be me, and and w- walks behind me as often as he can. But I just I keep him like over there and make sure to tell him to off. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, Eugene says the zone launches bid to broadcast all EFL, EFL games. Mm. Ped mentioned it before. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does. Interesting one. Interesting one. Wellness coach says, who would you drop to get Garner into the team for his forward playing attitude? Nobody at the moment, mate. Nobody's got to force his way into the team. And that is by training well. Yeah. What he has to do, and said this about Ellis Sims, what James Garner has to do is make himself the first sub. Yeah, yeah. So when you know, when where Sean Dykes is looking to make some changes, he looks on the bench and goes, Garner's the one I need to bring on. If it's a forward change, it's Ellis Sims is the one I need to bring on. 
they have to do that. Then once they do that and they then start getting on the pitch, they've then got to put themselves about and show the manager that they're capable of playing in the team. Right now, what Dyke has been able to do is get a formation in place, get a structure in place where the players generally know what they're doing, which is why Everton are... Bar and Arsenal away have been quite... Com- even Arsenal for 40 minutes have been quite competitive in most games. And what you can't start doing now is taking people out and going, well, we'll just drop him in. If Everton were 13th and, like, 11 points clear of the drop, you'd yeah. be starting to go, another winner show, and then we can try different people for next season. It ain't the case, is it? Mm. It's just not the case. So, therefore, he's got to go with what's going to work and get results. James Garner and Ellis Sims, Nathan Patterson's another one, have got to work their plums off in training and forced their way into his thinking. Right, I asked you I asked uh, some of our patrons in the Premier members, in the Premier please. members, sorry, in, in the uh, group chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toffee TV Premier exclusive WhatsApp group chat for some voice notes. So let's hear the first one from Ben. Hi guys. I'm very fearful of uh Tottenham at the moment, especially with the news that Harry Kane can't stop, can't stop scoring on and off the pitch. Bye-bye. There you go. I mean, more of a statement it than was a question a statement from than Ben. A question. But I'm quite... Ben's scared about Harry Kane. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing's changed in the last week. That wouldn't make me any yeah. scared, of, any more scared of yeah. Harry Kane. Harry Kane is a fantastic footballer. Harry Kane was just doing Harry Kane things. He was. He was just there going, mm. yeah, I'm just going to... Keep putting the ball in the back of the net or to Everton to try to stop him. Right, we've had one from Brian as well, so this should be This could go on for a this while. Could, this could Brian's be... great, but it could be about anything. Hello, everyone. Being careful on top, the goalkeeper is bang happy. The defence is awful. Midfield is okay. The attack, that's really, really, really good. If you know what I mean. He can stuff. Fair enough. Number Brian. one, Brian sounds like he may be out having a couple of sherbets. Fair play. But he also sounded like he was Paul McCartney. He did. Maybe he was like, like that as he was recording. Well, that's it's, um, I buy it's, it's Paul here. And that, it's the original one, not the 1966 yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't seem to care less. No, he, he, he couldn't care less. As about. I said, if you're in the Toffee TV premiere... WhatsApp group, feel free to send us a voice note. I like this. I'll, this this is going to be a new regular feature. This is all right. Yeah. I like that. Just I just wish it was a bit louder. Well, for us, so we could hear it. But it's fair enough. It's fair enough. So yeah, yeah, get your voice chat voice notes in. Never mind, chat. Get your voice. <laughs> yeah. Did you see him barking at someone the other day? <laughs> he barked at No, it was a player. Don't only just. It was a Portuguese player. He was at the Portuguese. <laughs> so they invite him to the Portuguese um, training camp, and he's just having a chat with someone. And then the next one, he's like, <laughs> and everyone's like. Yeah, and it, oh, it's just a, part of the a, the berserkness of him, isn't it? Very rich, yeah. like, but fair play. Uh, Lozen just says it. If you had to choose, would you prefer to go down this season and Goodison last season in, is in the championship, or go down next kn- season with uh, Bramley Murdoch? Firstly, who knows when? Who knows when Goodison's last? First and foremost, Lozen, let's not go down. right? Let's not go down. Let's not do that. Yeah, hey, you don't go down. Well, you know, I am. Um, so listen. This is the 
after this season, if Evans, I don't want to see none of this nonsense with relegation. We're done now. We're done now for the next hundred years. Please stay away from that relegation nonsense. Hey, you stay away. It's pathetic. Just sort it. Just get players who can compete and put them in a team and. Say, go out there, you, and run around, and we'll be all right. Stop buying players that aren't fit for purpose. Stop messing around with players, giving them 100 grand a week when they don't deserve it. Mm. Choose, recruit better, have a plan and stick to it, and you will be nowhere near the relegation zone. You'll be more likely to be pushing for Europe yeah. if you get organised and start recruiting better. If you carry on doing what you're doing, you will continue to be where you are. And eventually, if it isn't this season, Everton will drop out. But Lozenger, let's not put that out there. Yeah. Let's not even consider those things. Let's just stay up. Let's just hear what Steve Kelly has to say about himself. I mean, it would help. It'd help if you played them. In the volume. Oh, no, yeah, it'd be massive. Then we could hear Steve. Fair enough. That's Steve in the basement. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Tom Blue says, Jen. Do you know what the situation is with choosing our seats for Bramley Mordoch? Me and the lads want to try and get free together, but we currently don't sit next to each other. Do you think that could be sorted? Honestly, Tom, I've no idea at the moment. Which is a bit mad, isn't it? Considering, mm. considering you know, in best, you know, sunny day plan, as John Blaine would say. Everton uh, kick off August 24 in their new stadium. Who knows, it might be later than that. But if that is the case, you would think at some stage soon these kind of things would be discussed, wouldn't you? Mm. So ideally, yes, you and your mates will should be able to try and get three seats allocated mm. together because it's not like you're moving from one stand to the other and they're just saying, that's your seat there, these are the only... You know what I mean? They should be able to say, I want to sit with you. Mm in that stand and then they just go right this it's row 10 seats 40 and 41 40 whatever so hopefully that will be the situation and hopefully we'll find out soon really uh, mark cotton says evening gentlemen just a thank you to you ped for the heads up on classic football shirts uh selling the everton kit with no sponsors on picked up a home share for 20 pound also a thank you to both for keeping us sane in this continuing shitstorm mm. that is being a toffee. No, Mark, thanks yeah. to you my, for being part of the Premier my, community. Yeah. Thank you very much. I think one arrived in my house this morning, actually. It's not for me, though. And Everton top it. No, it's that. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be the third kit. I think my missus has ordered with no sponsor on, so. Mm. No. The yellow. The, sorry, the away kit. I'm always the getting those mixed up. Alternative, Alternative one. one. Alternative one. It's uh, end of the day, so there you go. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and are you here? Here are you? Hey, you. I'm in the entry. Hey, you. Um, Kevin Murphy, it's the lights. It's the lights. Is it dark? No, no, I was asking if you got blonde highlights. Have I got blonde highlights? Mm. Are you fucking strawberry mad? blonde? No, it's, it's not even the light. It's strawberry just... blonde. Um, Pricey says apparent, apparently, 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 uh, Chelsea have to record an eighty-seven million pound profit next season to stay within Premier League's FFP. Sell Rom, sell Mason Mount, Loftus Cheek, and Loftus Cheek. He doesn't play anyway. And they'll they'll get it. And they'll get it, won't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, Ted Bundy will sort that. He'll sort that out, no problem. Uh, where have I just gone Mr Blue Sky says small clubs like Brighton and Brentford run their clubs properly hang on so can, can we 
can we not call them small clubs while they're... I think he just means in comparison to the way Everton have, mm. historically I'm giving them the benefits so there's no reason we can't get our house in order no there isn't you're absolutely right there's no reason why Everton can't replicate that kind of model none what's just like zero reason for it other than not being bright enough to do it or not being strong enough to do it and they're two quite big not reasons not being stubborn enough mm. at the moment they're just being stubborn simple as that TDI mm. uh, says good evening all what's been happening in the world of football and Everton been spending most of my time in hospital so trying to catch up hopefully you're alright mate wish you well whatever the issue is wish you a speedy recovery Um <clears throat> I don't, there's not much has been happening with Everton other than being Melt thrown downs. to the wolves. Come on, meltdowns, meltdowns you know. and negative stuff. Uh, um, the board are still here, which is another one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Martin Edwards says, watch Baz and John talking about FFP. Excellent. And Baz says, situation. Situation. S-I-T. I don't know how many times you're here. Situation. Yeah, situation. Situation. Hmm? I mean, I don't. Martin's trying to say I don't say situation. I say situation. Maybe you do say situation. I don't care what I say. You know, Maybe. degree and all. Very intelligent man. There you go. When you say things uh, fast, it might exactly. It doesn't really matter, does it? it? Doesn't really matter. I want Martin to come in. Martin needs to come in so we can put him on video and analyze the way he speaks. Mm. I think that's only fair. Martin Edwards, though, he, is he the know. former Man United fella? Because if he is, I think he should get involved at Everton people and try. People are very critical, aren't they? They love it. No, they don't. Some they people, love it. you know, you get people saying this and saying that and saying the other, and you don't realise that it might hurt the feel of the... Pe- pe- it's not going to hurt my... I'll be honest, no, no, Martin. Not I, me. I, I not couldn't you. care less what no, you think, no. to be honest. couldn't It couldn't affect me any less. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult situation. Situation. <laughs> situation. But what I would do if I was Martin is go to doctors very quickly and get my ears syringed. Because you can't okay. differentiate what people are saying. Does it oh, massive... you want to bring up another issue? issue? No, I don't know whether Martin can get erect or not. I, I don't I have no problem. Uh, Carla says people... Uh, five. Carla says people say things differently because of their accents. Hardly a big deal. Yeah, Carla, leave him to it. Uh, Paul Grimson says, is it viable going forward to have a Wobie who does not score? or Well, he does assist. They're not scoring. I'm with you all day, Paul. All day. But he has got six assists and he has created more chances than anybody else um, in Everton's team. And he's up, I think. Isn't it only the Bruins created more or something like that, apparently? I can't believe that. I can't believe that I can't either. Believe that. He's had some mad... There is some mad... A stat where yeah. he's created like don't yeah I don't people are making things up to just maybe but he doesn't score goals I am with you all day long there Paul so the problem is what do we do I wouldn't be giving him up I don't care how much running he does I don't care or I wouldn't be making his contract better put it that way no problem with him signing an extension on what he's on now continue to justify it. By doing well, he's had what he's had a good year, and he's been here for this is his fourth season, mm. and he's had a good year in general. It was about this time last year, wasn't it? Newcastle and all that he really yeah. kicked on, but he doesn't score enough goals at the moment. But right now, he's still the the person who creates most of the things for Everton. Just right now, he is whether mm. pe- whether people like it or not, he is. But the goal thing is a massive issue, massive. Uh, GDI says, I've been fine, thank you. But sadly, my granddad passed away on oh. Monday. 
sorry to hear that. I'm a massive blue and he's a red. So at his funeral, I'm going to wear a Liverpool tie, seeing as red and blues are family. Fair play. Fair play to you. Uh, Pricey says, fan base, why is the small on the Brighton? Yeah, thing? that's fair enough. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky says, it will be one goal, six assists. And a lot of the season, he's played right wing. We need him in this team. We do need him in this team at the moment. But he... Ha- now I don't say he hasn't played right wing a lot of the season no, at all. Played three games. He, he's games. three or four. Games. No, since Dyche come in, he's gone there. He was central in for the rest of the season. And he's played in every game, so we played most of the season as the attacking midfield player. He doesn't score goals. We could put him up front, and he still wouldn't score. It's not in him mm. to score goals. Yeah. Uh, Paul Addison says um, I really like Duke. Thought he was a bit of off the pace. During Ramadan last year, especially away to Palace in the FA Cup quarter. They all were, though, weren't they, to be honest, Paul? They were all way off the pace mm. uh, against Crystal Palace a year ago. You're terrible. They were terrible. The core has been excellent since Dyke's come in. We'll see, uh, we'll mm. see what happens there. Uh, Stu Hayless says, Evening boys, assuming we stay up, uh, what do we do in the summer? Can we spend and recruit in preparation for any possible punishment? Or will we still need the Prem to approve all our signings? Um, how We don't know, do no we? No idea, mate. We don't know. No do idea. We? We're not going to know, are we, till, no. till, till we hear more. We did a video on it yesterday, actually, on Toffee TV Premier. Mm. We just don't, we don't know where, we don't know what the situation is going to be. So, and don't forget, what we're being punished for is something from, like a year or so ago, it's not necessarily we sold the Charleston. We'll sell. I imagine we'll sell probably someone like Onana in the summer, and we might get ourselves into a position where we can, as long as the punishments aren't um, don't come in, where we can. But what what we're being punished for isn't like a thing of like what we're doing now. It's what we have done. So it it's all up in the air. It's all up in the air. They've got the they can put the Anthony Gordon money into the books. That'll obviously help. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Wanderlust says he helps other people score in addition to a vote. No, he does, but he still needs to score goals. If you're one of... Everton play with one forward, don't they? And two wingers, right? So, if Everton evolved a little bit and went to 4-3-3, say, like they were playing... Or even if even with what they're doing now, four five one, your wide players have to score goals. Your wide players need to be getting eight, nine, ten goals. That's the way it is. It, it, it's why footballers have gone. You should play four four two. Your two strikers, you were looking for thirty goals between them. However, that was made up two fifteen to twenty, and however you make it up, your wide players still have to score goals. You cannot have a wide player that scores one or two goals. You can't. And you certainly can't have one who scores one or two goals and gets £100,000 a week. You can't. Can't be one of your highest earners and doesn't bring goals to the table. I like Alex Awobi. I think he's been excellent for a year. He seems like a nice lad. He's a hard worker. There you go. He's a hard worker. He he does well. Um but I can't get away from the fact that he does not score enough goals. Mm. If Everton had six or seven other goal scorers in the team, then maybe you could go, well, he's just one who doesn't, but he creates a hell of a lot. He is doing really well. He does create chances for us. But we to move on and, and to move away from our current predicament where we're struggling towards the bottom, 
we need players who can put the ball in the back of the net. And if you're in one of the front, it's like saying your centre-back can't defend. Keeps giving goals away, but he gets, he scores three or four goals at the other end off corners, so he's got to stay in the team. He's not doing what his job is. It's For me, it's just it's just not good enough. But Awobi is doing all right. He is. Um, like I said, if, if he signed for what his current deal was, I'd say, okay, fair play. But get, increasing what he's on every week mm. without the output, I just don't think Everton can do that anymore. Um, just going back to that story about the zone. Mm. So they want to, um, they want the EFL rights, but they yeah. want they want to make every game available to to stream. Yeah, and end the three pm blackout. Good. So it's more than just a case of trying to get the rights. Um, it should be as well. They could, um, they could change. There shouldn't be a three. No, I, 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 then I days are gone. The I days agree. are gone. I agree. You can watch any game now. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, Scorgi says, uh, "Would you take Lukaku next year on loan? Assuming we stay up and he's available, absolutely. Mm. As a goal scorer, and probably better than what we'd get. But I don't think he'd come back here. But there you go. Tommy Two Shoes, what a name. Says had the zone in Canada and it was great. Mm. They really developed the app." Then they lost the rights and now we're back to square. And they'll have all that clunky fubo. What's good is they'll have all that technology. Mm. Um, well, I added the zone yeah. accounts and they were brilliant. Yeah. They were absolutely brilliant for the football. Yeah, they'll have all that technology, which is good, and mm. they can push it forward into a into the into a new thing. So that's good. They've already got the experience. So, mm. and ultimately, that's what we need. We need we need something like that. Yeah, there's a faith past that lead for us. What's your answer? The lead. Thank you. Get some power. Have the power, lad. Uh, Toby Larone says, I think Liverpool ruined what a wide player should be. Difference between their wide players and everyone else's is the way they play. It it depends how you define a wide player. Man City have exactly the same. Man, all of Man City's forward players get can get 10 to 15 goals, can't they? No one's talking about the, the creme de la creme at the top. But if you're a wide player, you still have to contribute five, six, seven goals, even if you're not a wide player like Liverpool. Liverpool's wide players, frustratingly, can all seem to get at least 10 each, but more likely 15. City are the same. Quality though, isn't it? Yeah. But when Everton, I've seen Everton win the league, when Everton won the league, Kevin Sheedy, double figures, Trevor Stephen, double figures. If you go forward to, you know, Everton under when we have players like Andre Kanchelskis, double figures. You know, Everton's mm. best wide players of all, Richarlison, double figures. The, those players who are playing in wide areas have to score goals. If you are a winger in a four-four-two, I'd still want my two wingers to get half a dozen goals each, and then have two strikers who got twenty-five, thirty goals between them. Because by doing that, you're giving yourself the opportunity to finish towards the European places. And that surely has to be the aim, doesn't it? Forget about even winning things like the league and getting in the Champions League to try to get towards the European places. Your players, your wide players have to supply goals. Got to. The Blues says, I imagine if Onana leaves in the summer, Iwobi will go back to the left of a midfield three where he was brilliant until he got moved to the right was of a midfield three. Was he brilliant three. though? Was he brilliant really? We might just have say we, he, he was better. Are our expectations that low that we think Iwobi would be brilliant at any time? This, I, I honestly, I don't, I, I'm going to be horrible. 
But we don't half rank some shy players as being really, really good just because they're better than our other players. And Wobi was not brilliant at centre midfield and he's not brilliant at right he midfield. He was decent. He was decent. Well, the midfield has gone up a notch since he hasn't been in it. No, it has. So, it has. so Wobi isn't... I'd happily see Wobi go. I don't think he's a particularly very good player. I'll be honest. I've never thought he was a good player. He's posted some decent numbers for us. They're not decent, I don't think, in the terms of a player you buy for that much money. I, I think he's bang average. Mm. And I think just because he runs around a little bit more than he used to, suddenly we put him on a pedestal. No. No, I, I think we've forgotten what a good player looks like at Everton. I really no, do. Well, there, there is that. There I really do. TJ Mid says a Wobie is still crap. The whole team's got worse. And Nick Carr says a Wobie simply has never been brilliant. Yeah, he hasn't. Mm. I just... I, I, I There's a myth of, like, just because players play better than they did before, that they're suddenly good. He might have done all right in midfield and he might have been creative, but he still didn't score goals. I think he's. I think he's a, just an average footballer, for me. And I think we just put players on pedestals that they don't deserve to be on. Okay. Right, hey you. Liam says if we can get him, would you look at Jacques uh, from Coventry? We've been linked a lot and looks good, but can he cut it? Does he look? Good? Dom can't continue as our number nine. He's not. He's good at running with the ball. Um, I don't know whether he'd be able... I don't know how... Listen, he could quite easily come in and yeah. do well for Everton. I don't know. He's 25, isn't he? I know he scored for Sweden the other night. He looks like a player who... I'll tell you what, I'd have him if he was like an option off the left, something like that, where... I don't know whether he can play there, by the way, because he plays through the middle, but someone who can pick the... He's a hard worker. Um, someone who can pick the ball up and run with he, I don't think he could play as Everton's number nine. Because he drops too deep. If you go and watch him for Coventry, he drops so deep to pick the ball up. And that's when his strength is running at people. I don't know whether we would have a number nine like that, you see. Um, no, he'd, he'd have to play in like the Corey's position to be yeah, gentle. No, aren't we doing that thing again? No, I'm not saying we would no, get no, him. I'm but saying. aren't we doing that thing again where what we actually need? We've been linked with a player and now we're trying to force him into the team. Don't, why do we always do this? That's like, me, though. That's no, not, no. That's what not I'm saying, the, no. the, the But he's question. not a number nine. He's not a number nine. No, he's not a number nine for Sean Dyke. He's, he's not a Norman, number nine for Evan. Uh, you know, it'd be someone before saying, where does James? James kind of sits on the bench. Mm. Does not fit into this team. A Wobie does not fit into this midfield. A Wobie does mm. not get back into a midfield if Anana comes out of it because Anana's number, like, is number six. Mm. Physically strong. Where would a Wobie fit in? We do this all the time as Everton fans. We get linked with a player, and then we get we get we fa get fascinated with them, and then we end up buying them. And it, it's uh, like this is why we need more intelligent people working at the football club who understand what we need, how we play, and not to go out and buy that kid. He's a number ten. He's not a centre no, no, forward. He's a That's what I'm saying. You could play. I'm just wondering if you could play in like if. if Everton probably won't, wouldn't play like this now anyway, but if Everton played a 4-3-3 mm. off the left, because he does remind me a little bit of Ritchie of running with the ball. Or going by someone who's got pace and plays off the left. Wouldn't that be more of a plan? But, but what? The re yeah, but the reason why I'm saying him is because he's got a good goal record. So he's, he's not, already... Has he done? He's got 19, has he got 19 now? He's for Coventry in the Championship and he's 25. Oh, no, no. Do you know we played... Listen, no, but if you played in South America, what would you say? Yeah. No, we'd be too. Exactly, yeah. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying there's better. There's, listen, there's loads. Loads of players throughout Europe who haven't got going exactly. better. Younger ones who score goals. I'm, I was just asked about him. I'm just talking about him. Um, 
We'll see. TA1878 is realistically, over the last 12 to 18 months, the bar has been very low. I don't reckon it's been difficult for someone to stand out. Rondon the Legend says, well said, Ped overrated a Wobi. Sophie Gallagher says, agree with Ped. But I don't think a Wobi... Don't rate a Wobi at all. But I also don't think a Wobi does stand out in our team. I think he's just got, match by match, he just, he's just as average as everyone else. He's just got good numbers on the assist. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't ever look at a game and go, oh my God, a Wobi. God, he ran that show. He ran that game. Look at how many chances created. You just... He, a lot of games just pass them by. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I can remember he did in the Chelsea game is give the ball away for their second goal. That's the only thing I'd remember him for in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Saul says, no wrong, Awobi is good in midfield. Worth remembering, Salah was crap at Chelsea and any current world-class player would struggle to play well in this poor Everton side. Give the guy some So now you're comparing Awobi to Salah? Uh, you can't compare. No. I think Mo Salah could come into Everton and totally and utterly stand out like that sore thumb and would score goals. I just, I just, that's all I'm saying. I just think we over egg. No, we do. Listen, we will. You know why we will? Because we've got so little. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. If we had a team that had, was blessed with ability and goals. Then people would people's judgments would be a little bit calmer. People would go, mm. you know what? He's not actually good enough for what mm. we need. People have got less and less and less and less. There's nothing wrong with liking a player. No, there's nothing wrong with liking a player. But when you but measure it properly is and go, thing. is he actually good enough at the end of the day for what Everton need? If you want to, what I would say, this is the only thing I would say, right? Is that if all these players are as good as people say they are, why are Everton near the bottom of the league? Exactly. So that you, there is something in that we have to look at that and go. Now I'm not. There's a framework in this Everton side that isn't bad. And if you added goals in certain areas, this team would be capable of challenging higher up the league easily. Mm. But the players were who occupying the forward there, like Dwight McNeil. Dwight McNeil's done well under Dites, he has. Mm-hmm. He has. Would I replace Dwight McNeil if I could tomorrow with someone who could get me 10 goals? 100, but I wouldn't even have to think about it. Wouldn't even have to think about it. Striker. We it's need a centre forward who can yeah. get goals. We haven't got one straight away. Alex Awobi, I like him. He's mm-hmm. done well for a year. Would I replace him yeah. tomorrow with someone who plays off the right who could get eight, nine goals, 100%, 100% replacement. There's two different conversations here, right, isn't there? There's two different conversations. There's one conversation when you're talking about these players is, like, the way I've... So, take Dwight McNeil, right? Mm. I think Dwight McNeil is bang average footballer. I would mm. never have signed him in a... In, I wouldn't have signed him with somebody else's money, yeah. right? Would never have gone near him. He's never done anything in the Premier League. I don't think he's anywhere near good enough for Everton. Mm. Do I think he's the best option on left midfield for Evan? Yes, I do. Right? So mm. they're two different conversations. We can have a conversation and say, where should a Wobie play? Well, is there anyone better for the right-hand side? No. So he should be in the team. Mm. The question, that's a different conversation, isn't it, too? What do we do with a Wobie if it, with a new contract? That's a completely different conversation. Mm. I think you have to separate the two things at times. Yeah, And that's where I think you can be caught up when people have good games or people do something and go, ah, see, I told you. Like, Everton have got a conversation to be had with left, midf- uh, left back, haven't they? Mm. Is Michalenko, is Michalenko 
our best left back. Well, yeah, he probably is our best best left back because he he is a left back. You know, Godfrey is on a left back. Mm. Should he be playing there? I don't know. I don't know. He should be there. What I do know is, is we need a new left back. I know that for an absolute mm. fact. In the summer, we need a new left back. The same way we need a new centre forward and we need a new centre midfielder and we need a new right winger. We need a new left winger. Mm. We need all those things. Whether we get them, that's a different thing. Mm. So it's you can have you can have different conversations. A Wobi. He's we fine. have to improve, don't we? No, he's, he, he's, he, uh, is he, is, should he be starting games? Yes. Because who else will play there? Mm. And it's the same with Dwight McNeil. Who played left midfield if it wasn't for Dwight McNeil? Nobody. That's down to us buying bad players. Bad, bad players. But they are two different conversations. Mm. And I think people have to recognise that. Uh, Keith Hall says, good evening, lads. Do you think this club will ever stop burying its head in the sand? Uh, siege mentality, the way it thinks. Or will that only come with a new board or owner? I think, me personally, I think that'll only change with a new board. I think this one, what uh, this one for whatever reason, thinks that riding it out is the best way to go uh, and saying nothing. We see it with a lot of the lot of the club's behaviour. So I think that only changes if they change. I don't. I can't see them all of a sudden doing things in a different way. I just can't. No, uh, we 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 as a football club can't. I can't sit here now saying everything's going to be okay while these people are at our football club. Nothing will change in our football club till these people leave because the default setting of these people is self-preservation, which means Seems it, yeah. doing things that are contrary to what the situation, the situation requires. requires. Mm. And he, that's on everything, though. Everton won't tell us when the stadium's going to be finished. Why? Because they're terrified of their own fans. They're terrified of fans going, you said you'd be... But the thing is, Everton never said when when they... They let people fill the space. And they, the narrative built that next season is our last season, last season at Goodison, which, when you look at it, was never the case. But they weren't, they weren't... They didn't have the bottle to come out, so they've let it go on and on and on and on. And people get angry now. I've seen it now with so many things with these stones. People saying... You told us the stones of Goodison would be moving. Now, they might, and what they might have said was, it might have always been in the paperwork that they weren't, but they let people believe that instead of saying, no, no, no these are staying forever. Because people might have said, well, we're not going to buy one then because we're, we're moving. And this is what Everton continually do. They let situations build and build and build and build because they don't say nothing to the point where the fans get angry. And then people, like, this fella who's writing stuff in the mail, he can write all that stuff because who, who's putting and write on it? Why aren't Everton? I think the club do put it. But I they don't they... publicly, though. They no. leak stuff to people like, to, to other journalists for those journalists to put it right instead of coming out. I think out, Everton though. have spoke to him. But that's, mm. what's the point in speaking? Mm. Come out and say it the same way they should have come out last week and said, what what got said on Talk Sports is an absolute disgrace. And as a football club, we will not have that. Simon Jordan is not welcome at our football club anytime soon. Mm. But they don't. They get someone to go behind and go, tell him he can't say that. Or, or come out. Mm. You know, there's no leadership. There. No, there's no leadership. Self-preservation. Mm. Bill Kenmite once thinks, Bill Kenmite thinks that he knows how to do things. And he doesn't. He's never known how to do things. The man's a dinosaur. We are where we are because of because of him. Because he failed to get a stadium in his tenure as Everton chairman and owner. We are now in a situation where this stadium is actually 25 years too late. Mm -hmm. We are literally throwing everything at it. 
hoping that we are kept up, hoping that we don't get sanctioned, which could be points or or a transfer embargo. And we we are ho- holding on it because Goodison Park, whether people like it or not, has been dragging us down for 25 years. We can't compete financially. Well, yeah, we can see that. It is. I mean, you've, you've got to be real on this. People might love Goodison Park, but it, 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 it offers... I do love it. It offers no value in, mm. in the modern game. Not for the way the game is. No. As I, a state, sitting down in the ground watching us wanna, play football... No you, issue. But the well, thing is, though, the post of the issue. Stop trying to be nice. No, I'm not. I'm saying I I love my seat at Goodison. I love Goodison, but I I also understand it's doing us no favours no, and, and hasn't it, done it for hasn't a number. When Southampton were getting much more revenue than us, despite having a smaller capacity and being Southampton. But you the, know, the, 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 the thing is, right? The thing is with modern football is nobody likes it, but we're in it. And if you want to take a step out of it, then fine. Let's go to the championship and see how that how we fare there. Mm. But we don't. We, as fans, demand signings every summer. Mm. We ask questions of why we're not buying players. But we've got to a point now where we can't buy players. We sell players. We've got a new stadium coming. And that's great. But it is 25 years to, because we have not competed. David Moyes kept our head above water. Mm. We we Sky kept Sky paid the bills. Let's get it right. Yeah, yeah. And the stadium dra- is dragging us under. I mean, again, Goodison Park, we all love it, but the the inability to get out, get away from it, is why we are where we are because we demand we demand success. So John, you know, John Moore said it. We demand success as fans, but you can't get success if your football club isn't getting money, and you get money through your stadium and 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 the things that come off that. And that's why we are where we are. You sh- we've thrown money at the situation because someone else's money. In the in the modern era, your your owner's money is not supposed to be the catalyst. It's supposed to be the money you bring in. We mightn't like those rules, but we signed up to them. Mm. We're a Premier League club. We're a shareholder in the Premier League. We've been there since day one. Mm. We failed as a football club. He failed. And we are where we are because of him. And, and all Farad Mashiri has done is throw more wood on the fire. And that, mm. that's why we are where we are. Yeah, fair, fair to you. People it. don't like to wear it. No. Because they love Goodison Park. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm, I've, I am cold to that situation. Because mm. we've been sitting in Goodison for so long. And it is a great place. And we all love it. And it's got all our memories in it. But... On the flip side, it, it is. It doesn't have any money. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't give us anything in the modern era, sadly. And that—that's just the truth. And, it, and it's sad that is the truth. Fair days. Fair days. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. Thank you. Really helps the channel. It's uh, over your own. Says since Baz recommended Brennan Johnson years ago, I'll always listen to his scouting tips. Imagine Baz on the scouting team. He'd have saved us tens of millions. I think I'd have to pay for personally as the uh, on our scouting team. I think he would have saved us a lot. But the problem is, what's really, really frustrating about it with the whole thing is that I don't profess to be a top scout. I just can recognise a good player at, at times, and I think and I understand basic finances of like if we go and get this fella who's who is a little bit of a risk but a way cheaper but has the physical attributes to play football 
I can see a player when I look at one and go, he's a player, he's not so much. Why can't the people who've got all the software, all the technology, do exactly the same and are paid to do it? Because they're stopped, aren't they? They're stopped from doing. You you have mm. to have, you have to have that, like a, you have to have a framework for how your football club's going to work and you don't accept um, the randomness of how we have bought players, mm. just grabbing, just grabbing a, a players. Well, he, he might fit our solution for that. And it's like, you need a framework. And because we, we don't stick to a framework and our owner is like, we'll go and buy this player because, and it's like, we've done it with our managers. The two managers for this, for, for after Lampard, were Bielsa or Sean Dyche. They are opposite yeah, ends of the no, spectrum. It is crazy. So how, the, how on earth can you crazy. expect to have a to have a system in place for recruitment? Mm-hmm. If your two managers are down, one's down there and one's down there, and the fella they're coming in from is completely other fella, and he was a completely different fella from the fella you had before him. Mm, There's no is, framework in place. So how if you're a scout at Everton now, Found you this player. Oh, he might he might be good. When when do you think we might get him? Maybe in the summer. Oh, I don't know because we might have a different manager. But it is crazy. The whole thing's nuts. It's crazy. Uh, Martin says uh, I'm in the middle of ordering a brick for my late dad in the new stadium for sixty five pounds. Does anyone else get? Them? We've got one, Martin. Nice idea for your dad. Yeah. At least he'll be there. His name he'll be there, won't it? So yeah, we've got one. Uh, Liam says a Wobi has never being amazing let's have that right he's done well for a year or so and has a great attitude but it's not good enough at 100% replace him Maupai McNeil um, I'd 100% replace him Maupai McNeil no chance you, what you wouldn't oh sorry you'd get rid of both sorry yeah, yeah. listen players there's lots of players who we could get who will improve Everton Right, I like Alex Iwobi as a, like I like the way he's improved. Mm. I do like it, and he is he's got something definitely creates yeah. opportunities. The goal thing will always be an issue for me. Always, we mm. can't be moan. We've got a team with no goals in it, but let someone off because he might create some chances. How about getting a fella who creates chances and scores goals as well? Because there's enough out there. There's loads out there, loads and loads and loads. There's what you do with footballers is, particularly with the Premier League, is you'd have to almost go attributes first. You have to almost look and go, right, are they physically up for it? Well, Alex Iwobi's physically capable of playing the Premier League. Is he quick enough? Yeah, right, so there's your two markers, Mm. great. Now, can he score? Has he got a record of putting the ball in the back of the net? If that record then says no, you go, right, I'm on to my next fella, and you move away from that, that's surely... (laughs) What else is there, though? No, but no, 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 no I'm, well, I'm, I'm, haven't done I'm that. agreeing with you, but... Everton haven't done that. What else is there? Because we bought Dwight Man... I this year, I'm not having a go with Dwight McNeil because he's another one. Since Dyke's coming, has been very good, right, for, for compared to what we yeah. saw previously. But Dwight McNeil's record of scoring goals was horrific. So, what so are, that should have yeah. just been... Uh, uh, the so what, full, what no, are, yeah, but then what are the parameters to, score, for, to buy players then? You know, we've seen this. We've been through the whole money ball era. We understand now what... But the parameters should be, is he quick? No, that's what I'm saying. Has he got pace? So what are the, the parameters Premier, now? Does he put the ball in the back that of the net the on a regular basis? Yeah. Yes or no? How now, do stats compare to to players of, his, of, a, of a similar kind? Should be age... Does he put the ball in the net? And then we have a yes, yes, right, okay. So let's can he run? Yes. Oh, we go to the next box then. Is he physically capable? Mm. Yes. Right? 
and then the next can be contract, whatever, whatever. But that should filter you to a certain amount of footballers. Yeah. And then you should go, right, we've got these. This lad, okay, will it equate scoring? You know, Ted and Moffy have been banging on. Me and Andy have done a video on them. You know, whatever it was, a year, two years ago, whatever it was, right? Does that lad score goals? Yes. Right? Is he physically strong? Yes. Is he quick? He's not slow. Right? He's not... A hundred meter sprinter, but he's quite strong, right? Does that equate then into the Premier League? So if he gets twenty goals in France, mm. does that equate to twelve to fifteen in the yeah. Premier League? Yeah, probably. Right? Then we go and try and yeah. get him, right? Because he's got the attributes. Yeah. You can't just go. This fella got eight goals in the Premier League. Okay, is he big and strong? No. Can he run? Not really. Has he got a, a trick? Not really. Is his name Mopa? Exactly. You know, do you, uh, will we face a fight to get him off a team? Yeah. What? Do you own we, him? No. How do his stats compare to the current number nine? I I just. Well, hang on. Our current number nine's played about eleven minutes and has got the same amount of goals. In fact, yeah. he would have one more if the one at Old Trafford, if the Marty Gray wouldn't have been a, a midgies cockoff. Ultimately, ultimately though. It all it should come down to is those numbers. There shouldn't be anything else. Have people forgot that? Like the idea of football to score goals, because it, it seems to me that they have. It seems to me that there's a lot of. The, I'm not just talking about uh, people who are watching and, and and people talk. I'm talking about people at Everton mm. and people in football. The, the idea is to score goals. Well, uh, you literally should have a team with lads who can put the ball in the net. I've, I always when I do like my player ratings and stuff, and I'm looking mad. at the different players, and I'm looking at when I looked at like certain players, like whether it be Anthony Gordon or Dwight McNeil, and you go, did they work hard? Yes. Mm. Are they supposed to work hard? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- as a to play, did they create anything or score any goals? And if the answer is no, then they're not getting a good rating because ultimately they haven't done their job. Their job is to score goals or create goals. That's what a creative player does. Again, we've we've as Evertonians, we've been we've been um, brainwashed into thinking that all players have to do is run. I think it won't be said in an interview this week, and it's like. Oh, as long as you work hard. Like, yeah. No, Everton no. don't care no. as long as you work hard. No, but we do. No, we do care, we do mate. Care, we, mate. We, we care quite... Well, I do. I care yeah. quite a lot. I care quite a lot. There's an in, another interesting one, Sir Howard Kendall. Um, do you guys rate Godfrey? I personally think he's very poor footballer. He has pace, that's about it. I think Ben Godfrey's got some good attributes. Is he a left-back? No. Am I convinced he's a centre-back? Not sure. I think positionally he's all over the place. I think there's something in there that you could hone into being a good player. But right now, you're looking at him and going, I don't know. I honestly don't I know. I think he's an athlete. He's not a footballer mm. as such. Mm. I mean, he's got so much, he's got so many rough edges that he needs mm-hmm. to do. Uh, he's terrible in the air. He shouldn't be, though, for no, his size and his physicality. But that's because, that's because as a footballer, he's being used and he's been trained to use his pace to get him out of trouble. And he's been... The elements... Again, it comes down to... These are all the things you talk about. Co- coaching a player. Have you made a... Play? Has Ben Godfrey become a better player since he signed for Everton? No. No. The answer's no. Because nobody's took time to coach him. Remember when we bought him and we spoke to Jack? Yeah. He was uh, at Norwich. Norwich yeah. And he was like... He's a great athlete, he's dead quick, he's lightning, he's strong. He went positionally, though, defend, in defence, he's all over the place, yeah. so hopefully he'll sort that out. But that was three years ago, nearly. Evan hadn't sorted Ben Goffrey's position a lot. 
as a centre back. He's all over the place. No one's coaching. Can he go one v one and compete? Absolutely. And he can do in general. He can do a re- really good job there. Okay, he went to sleep a little bit at Chelsea um, for the penalty. Mm-hmm. Okay, made one mistake. We were punished. Okay, fair enough, right? But he done in general a decent job. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he's good one v one. As in, he's he trying to get past them with your pace. He ain't doing it. He's physically strong. You're not doing it. You can beat him in the air because either his timing's not right, which is why he's not very good in the yeah. air. Because there's no other, he's like six foot one. He should be able to jump and, and challenge for the ball. Mm. So he's got some bits to his game that you could hone. Mm. But someone needs to decide, A, what he is. Yeah. And if he's a centre-back, and that's, that's the it, thing, then you it? have to coach him where he is. You've got another Mason Allgate on your hands if you don't, if you exactly. don't get all of them. He's just a, he just becomes a utility player who's whatever potentially adds that to Wayne. Yeah. And then you just go, can you just fill in for us there? That's not. Don't forget, he was in the England squad a few years ago. Yeah. Now, he's, well, no one would even speak about him playing for England. That's a bit harsh. Uh, Brian says, Baz, I'm sure those club did the club did those metrics, but those requirements put them out of our pricing. Brian, I'll met. You'll probably know exactly what player I'm going to mention now as an example of not doing those metrics, right? Ibrahim Sangari played for Toulouse, Everton. Inquired about him. Seven point eight million was the was what they got told he could have him for, mm-hmm. and Everton didn't want to take the gamble because he wasn't technically good enough. Yet we went, and I don't mind Abdelaide Corey. I think he's been very good of late. We paid twenty million then for the Corey. Right when what Everton really should have done was got the Corey and Sangari. Sangari was six foot three, six foot four. Seven point eight million wasn't out of Everton's price range. Everton inquired about, or sorry, were offered Rasmus Hoyland for three point six million in the January transfer mm. window. He carried on scoring goals for till the end of the season. Atlanta ended up paying seventeen million euros for him. He's just played two games for Denmark and scored five goals across the weekend. Mm. He scored goals for Atlanta this season. There are players out there for money that Everton could afford comfortably. With those metrics, you're right. Once you once you leave them to like Everton to go and get Rasmus Hoyland now would be thirty five, forty million. But you're also, right. That that's out of our price bracket now. But also though, you just said uh, our fi- you know, our finance our finances are where they are because we didn't go and scout players because we did go and buy forty five million pound midfielders when we did go and buy thirty million pound midfielders mm. when there was better options out there. That's the reason our finances are in the toilet. It's because we didn't do the hard work. We didn't go looking for these players. So that so it's it's you know, they're out of our price range because we, we created a scenario where we had no money because mm. we didn't do the work. But even so, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But even so, right? Even so. Do we always wanna should we always have been going after those thirty they haven't proved anything? Like oh nana, we keep saying we could have had them in Germany. Why, why don't we know about them? Why didn't we see that? How come these clubs are seeing them in France? Or how come German clubs seeing Moussa Diaby and took a gamble on him? He's now worth 75 million. Again, another player Everton could have had for 25 million. You know, Leon Bailey, who's got better for Villa lately, and he will do because he's got the attributes. But Everton looked at him half a dozen times and wouldn't wouldn't pull the, the, you know, the trigger on him. There is a lot of players. The Blues has just mentioned it there. You know, Grassi in the summer, six foot three, 
centre forward, cheaper than Maupai, mm. went and didn't go on strike as such, but they his club gave him a few days off because did, it was all lined up. Know. It was all lined up to mm. for him to join Everton. Okay, Frank Lampard, I, I don't know, but might have changed the might have pulled the, the the plug on that one. I don't know. But he was a better option than Neil Mopai because he was more physically like Dominic Calvert Lewin. Yeah. Yes, now don't get me wrong, he hasn't gone to Germany and, and got one in one and, and been amazing and hundred percent strike rate. But what he would have done was coming for Dom, being a physical battering ram mm. and would have got on the end of things for yeah. Everton and would have you would have seen like a a structure that Everton would play to. So it wouldn't have been lurching from knocking it a bit more direct to putting Maupai in knocking it direct and it comes back because he, he can't do the job. You know, and, and there's been evidence of that for years at Everton, and I don't know how you grab hold of it and go, no, this is what we do now. They start again, don't you? Sadly. John Shaw says they haven't had the money for Jack Harrison. Don't know. But you know what? Jack Harrison would improve Everton, ironically. Because mm. he's a hard worker. He, he does he does have a habit of scoring goals and get loads of twice not commanding a place at Leeds all the time, but... You know, Sinister is one. Now, I know he hasn't exactly been amazing for Leeds this season, but Everton had a look at him or offered him and could have got him more than the 20, sorry, for less than the 20 million Leeds were played for him because they could have gone in earlier and got him. Mohamed Kudus, Everton could have got him if they'd have moved a week earlier. Yeah. You know, they waited, United went in for Anthony, that went. Got no chance of getting Kudus now, he's going to go to a top club. Mm. These players are here, these metrics are there. We, we can't compete at other stuff, but don't know I think it has to change like you just said because if it doesn't we, we're not we are going to end up getting relegated if we keep making stupid mistakes we haven't got the money yeah. Jonathan Ricketts didn't we miss out on Haaland well we wouldn't pay the money for Haaland would we mm -hmm. he was in for Finch Farm he had three days trial wanted to sign Everton wouldn't pay the what was it over a million for him why would you though <laughs> Danny says is a Wobi crap yes that's like Jay Radcliffe says Gray is better than Awobi on the right and he gets a goal. Awobi doesn't. Okay. Dick L says, I heard you speak about about Ryan Reynolds yesterday like he was some Hollywood icon. But honestly, his career amounts to Deadpool. No, it's not. He's, I mean, he's, he's amazing. Yeah, so he's there like you go. One of the biggest stars in the world. He, like, easily. He went through his entire filmography. What about the change-up? What about, he, what about he's just one of the biggest stars mm. in the world? Deadpool everywhere. He's Deadpool's been in loads. Deadpool's huge. massive, by the way. Yeah. He's been in loads. I've seen Ryan Reynolds in loads of films. And he's incredibly... He's been wildy. He's incredibly cool. Yes. All his other movies are instantly forgettable. Are they? I don't. I know he's a huge star, but I don't know why. Dick, and, huge star. don't you... Didn't he like some mad vampire movie from the 80s, early 80s that no one's seen? Um, but there you go. He is what he is. Uh, Lions, he says, are even lads and fellow blues. As much as I absolutely love Goodison, it's a Victorian dinosaur. And I agree with Ped, we are now 25 years behind the rest due to the ineptness and mismanagement of the useless boards we've had. Mm. As for Awobi and some of the others in the team, overpaid, overrated prima donnas who have everything on a plate and I think being mediocre is acceptable. Dykes deserve to be backed and I hope they're scared of them. Loyalty is here, not given. Okay, mm. okay. 
Um, I hope he's done all right, but like I said before, it, if you want to improve, if you're an Evertonian and you want to see Everton nowhere near where we've been for mm. the last couple of seasons, then surely you will um, accept that Everton need better players than they currently have. We're all there bemoaning the fact that Everton, this Everton side doesn't have a lot of goals in it. it you know, we're all there bemoaning. Everybody, we do this regularly. We we have Premier members every day. We do videos. We get guests in. We speak to people within the game. Everybody says the same thing. We need goals. There's no goals in this Everton team. So if, if that's a situ, if that is a situation, Martin, that we're in, then surely, how can you say that people who get one goal and two goals are good enough for this team? How? I, I, that because doesn't people equate. Have been brainwashed doesn't equate. brainwashed. So I, and I, I hate to point fingers at, at people, but we have as a fan base. We've been brainwashed to think that you, it's it's you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this, mm. but Bill Kenwright has destroyed this football club by brainwashing its fans to accept that where we've been in the last few years is acceptable. It's not acceptable. Not to, to be no, you're right. Right, we we've been managed down, haven't yeah. we? Right. But it's not all on Ken Knight. This is Machiri as well. Because what Ken Knight had got when we didn't have money continually going, oh, yeah, with this, with that. Machiri, we had the money to no, get but better. Machiri's problem, no. We had oh, the I, money I to get better. And we've, we've still no, made I, horrific decisions. I agree. The, problem, the differences are, though, Machiri spent the money to try and get us out of the shit we were in. Mm. Right? He, but he, because he didn't have a clue, because he hasn't got a we clue. We had a decent side, though, when he took No, no, because the man's... The man's thick. Mm. The man is thick. How on earth he's a billionaire, I'll never know. The man is thick. The first thing he should have done was brought in a whole new team and said, you come in and run this football club. It's the first thing he should have done, right? Mm. You're a billionaire. I'm going to, I need to, I'm going to look around and I'm going to get the best of the best. Not keep the, essentially keep the same people in and then replace the CEO with a woman who'd run a charity. I could run that charity because it makes money because it's got Everton in its name. It's a very profitable charity because we as fans will put our hands out and say we'll do things for that charity. So it makes money. Charities you make money are not hard to deal with. It's dead easy. We've got money. You need that. We'll do it. Mm. It's it's not hard. Mm. It's charities who haven't got football club attached and we've got the issues. Go and run one of them. She had no right to run our football club. I'll always say that. She's got no right to run our football club. And Bill Kenwright's got no right to be the chairman of our football club. He destroyed it the first time round. He shouldn't have got a second chance at it. And he should have got... But he's trying to get Everton back up the mountain. I'm not saying we were on the mountain when Kent, but we had, we were still we were only seven years into the Premier League. We still had a great. It hadn't really properly took off yet. We still had a, f- a good opportunity, and that man, not only because the man's a failure, he's a failure. And what he wanted to do was say, "I'm not good enough." He couldn't do that. He couldn't say, "I'm not good enough." What he said was, "I'm good enough to keep Everton here." So if we're all happy with that, he he made while other clubs were bridging out in the rest of the world. He, he created this L foot for ethos 
of we go the game that's that's what we do and all this nonsense that we all bought into the people's club nonsense oh, i bet he loved it when he said he probably said that to, to, to moise say we are the people's club and they'll love you and he kept that moniker for years and that moniker is is nonsense it isn't it means nothing people loved it because we had nothing else mm. we don't win trophies so if we if we say we're, but what i'm saying is when machiri come in Everton, go oh, through no. the Everton side. But the point is that either just actually allow people to do, got the right people in, allow people to do the job. We might have been way no, better I, than I, what I we agree. Had. I, I, I 100% but, agree. But the point being is the house is on fire. Mm. He, he had to try and rebuild the house. And what he's done is he's just thrown petrol on yeah. the same fire and he's kept the fella at the club who set fire to no, the house. No, no. And these, we know that. We know no, that. No, I know. It's my but, biggest thing but, is why but, he didn't bring. But, what I'm, but the point being is though. You've got to look at the whole picture. He has managed, you used the word managed, he has managed the situation. He mm. has got us to a situation that he, he wanted to he wanted to move us. Change situation because someone said I said situation. He moved us he wanted to move us out of the city. Mm. Again, so that was like, oh, it's a fresh new start. Mm. What 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 in somewhere that's not technically in Liverpool. Whichever way you want to look at it, it's not technically in Liverpool. Well, no, it's Nosley because it so he wanted to move us out the city because it would have made it easier for him out of sight, out of mind. And it all comes from him. And I don't care if he's seventy-seven years of age; shouldn't be anywhere near our football club. He's helped us. He's helped. He's one of the fundamental parts of destroying the football club. Peter, have, people have a go. Peter Johnson won us a trophy and builds us a sta- builds us a stand at least. This fella has done nothing, and what he's done, he's cultivated this image for himself, Uncle Bill. So that so people clap him when he comes on the screen. I I put a second mortgage out. No, you never. You can't put second mortgages to save football clubs that are going in the Champions League, mate. Doesn't work like that. His ego, go and do Wizard of Oz. Go and do all that. Get away from our football club. He should have been legged 25 years ago. He should have let Paul Gregg run the mm. run the thing at least. Yeah, well, we'd have had the stadium if Gregg had done it. Anyway, uh, Nick uh, F says they should have took a gamble on younger unknown players and see if you can flip them when they became good. Mm. It's ex- should be doing it now, Nick. It's exactly what they should be doing. Um, classic lyrics only says quick question Neil Mopai or Moish Keane I'd have Keane Moish Keane it's not even a, a, real a thing it's not even a question um, Martin says Ryan Reynolds was boss in voices hmm? he was bossing um, I'll tell you the other one he was bossing the Adam Project oh, the Adam Project that was brilliant belter of a film and Free Guy Free Guy was good as well free guy was, no the Free Guy was good yeah. The free guy was. I mean, good. it's not called the free guy. No, free, free guy. guy yeah. No, I was saying like the There's free guy the... film was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin says spot on. Pet the fan base has been totally brainwashed. Um, as Everton fans, we are the club. Period. We act like a championship club now. It's pathetic. Well, hopefully, it'll get better. Got to, hasn't it? It's not good enough. It's not good enough, and we are. We're in it. We're in a little bit of a mad state of limbo. We are becoming kind of like we're becoming like Newcastle under Ashley, where he wasn't even going to the game. So we're in the situation, but nothing's actually happening. No one's telling us anything. Everything's gone quiet. Are we getting investments or aren't we? That was supposed to be done in January. Are we? Oh, mind you, supposed to be getting a striker, weren't we? Oh. We are where we are. Uh, Jonathan says, uh, 
you're talking about attributes. What attributes does Mills, Price, and Warrington need to do to push for the first team? In your opinion, as they might be needed if we get a transfer embargo. Um, well, what Price needs to do is sign a new contract, which I'm not convinced he's gone to. So, the guys may well walk out the door, which will be frustrating because he looks like he's mm-hmm. he's got something. But Stanley Mills get a bit stronger, uh, convince the manager. Lewis Warrington's on loan and doing well at Fleetwood but doing well at Fleetwood I'm not having a go with him by the way because he's done yeah. very very well but doing well in League 1 and playing in the Premier League if Everton were to remain in the Premier League is a huge jump Lewis Warrington probably needs another loan next season then we can consider it if Everton are relegated then he may well get his opportunity playing in the Championship with Everton um, so that really Dick L says I'm not questioning his star power Ryan Reynolds is probably the top three biggest stars in Hollywood mm. but he has no good films other than Deadpool he literally has one good film and it's credit to the guy who's made himself such a huge star on such a poor film well that, I mean that's not that's just not true that's just star. your that's just not your true. choice though isn't it? that's just your he's got, opinion he's got he's got loads of good films but alright none of them are none of them are the godfather I appreciate that but what big stars out there do have films like that? There's only a, a, even a handful of them. You know, there's only a handful of those kind of people. You know, DiCaprio is probably... the Is he the biggest star in Hollywood? Because he's probably the person who's been in the amount best, the most amount of good films, I'd say, in the last 10 years. But Ryan Reynolds is a, just brilliant at what he does. And what he does is makes films that some people like. Mm-hmm. And But his marketing power is... What's the one with the... Him. Is it The Rock and uh, the oh, uh, Red Notice? Red, Red Notice. Yeah, I, I don't think that was I, I like that. That was good. Didn't I enjoy watching. It was a uh, comedic Net- actor. I like him. Netflix kind of yeah, film, on it. I like that. I think he was in it as well, wasn't she? Uh, Is he Gal- the best actor? Gal Gadot. Is he the best actor in Hollywood? No. But. So what? The best actors in Hollywood make films that win, like, Oscars and stuff, and people don't always go and see them. Mm-hmm. So. The film that won all the Oscars this year, I imagine out of the, uh, let's see, there are currently 579 people watching this, right? I imagine out of the 579 people, half the people have not seen the film that swept up swept mm. the Oscars this yeah. year. Um, I haven't seen it, I've got no intention of watching it. And they're probably full of tremendous actors. So, Dick, I'll be honest, until I see you presenting, you know, like a film night with Dick L, mm. you know, then I'll have to say that it's that's just your opinion and you're more than entitled to it. Yeah. Dick also says, uh, did Peter Johnson win us the FA Cup? I, mean, yeah. I remember Bill Kenwright being interviewed after the game, mm. saying, Evan, had gone too many years. Yeah. I swore he was there when we won the FA Cup. Well, he was there, but he, he didn't own it. Yeah. Peter Johnson Peter owned Johnson it. Owned it. Um, right. Last couple. Uh, Al Clark says two weeks ago Chelsea pre-signed uh, Dujan Richard, 17-year-old who was playing schoolboy football in Jamaica. That's it. Charles Petrascu says Josh Cannon looks good. Do you mean Tom Cannon? But if you do mean Tom Cannon, he's doing quite well. Yeah, at Preston. Um, so there you go. John Hunter says he even has his own gin, aviation. But he's not actually sold it. Yeah. He actually sold it. He also it. did the Hitman's Bodyguard, which was ace. He actually sold aviator gin. Got all the money, but they still use them and pay them for promotion. Mm. 
that's how big he is. And the same with Mint, which he's just sold, which has just been sold for $1.6 billion to mm-hmm. T-Mobile. He owned about 25% of the shares in that. I, I, I'll be honest, Dick, right? Everyone's insights of the opinion, and I, I appreciate Considering every, that we everybody's yeah. opinion, right? But I don't know where you're going with it, because we yeah. never said, hey, Ryan Reynolds, the greatest actor ever no. lived. We just said... He's great. Him and uh, Rob McInerney. And Rob is brilliant. He's not the greatest actor ever, but he's, I like him. And what we were saying was what they've done for Wrexham in terms of selling that club uh, PR-wise is incredible. Yeah. It's like the summer up there with some of the best PR ever. You don't think that's disputable? Have you watched that? Have you watched the advert yet? No, oh, I, I will, a, I'll give it a watch tonight and we will that. talk about it tomorrow. Right, we're done. Hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. Just subscribe to Toffee TV Football, please. Just go and do it. It'll take you four seconds. Go and do it. Thank you very much. We will see you soon. Take care. Bye.